On this episode of Resi Week, we talk Cedia's virtual wrap-up, as well as the Lutron connection. Savant's got a new partnership, and ISC is postponed. All this and more on this episode of Resi Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is Resi Week, episode 242, Trade Show Whisperer. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Vanco International. Learn the technology behind the award-winning EVOIP, AV over IP system. And by Just Add Power, the global leader in video over IP solutions with systems that give you easy installation, unmatched scalability, and outstanding performance. Welcome to this episode of Resi Week. This is your weekly roundup of all the latest news and stories for the residential AV industry. I'm your host, Matt D. Scott for avnation.tv. And this week, I'm pleased to be joined by two of my good friends. First, we have Bob Archer. He's the senior editor of CE Pro. How you doing, Bob? Great, yourself, Matt? I'm doing fantastic. And we also have, I, I'm feeling very out of place without the guitars in, in my office. We have Taft Strickland. He is the dude at Just Add Power. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Happy to be here. Thank you both for joining us. Gentlemen, I want to I want to kick this off just before we jump into a couple of stories uh, with just a, a quick conversation, quick wrap up. Last week was uh, the virtual CDA Expo. Uh, it went off training started on Tuesday. The, the uh, exhibits started on Wednesday and Thursday. And uh, they they had a lot of really good content out there. Uh, a lot of great training classes, a lot of really good virtual exhibits. Uh, they kicked off the uh, CDS Strong Scholarship Fund. Uh, the CE Pro, which Bob, you're, you're a major part of, uh, had, a, had their all-star band out. Um, it was very similar to a, a traditional trade show event, minus the fact that none of us were anywhere. We were all at home. Bob, what was your, what was your, you know, kind of, kind of take your, your, your takeaway from from the event in general, how did it differ from an in-person show uh, as you covered it for uh, for CE Pro? It, it differed in a couple of ways. You can't replace the product demos or even seeing products in person. Um, you can't replace talking to the manufacturers who develop these products that, that give you the, the backstory on why they developed them and what their goals were. Um, or even, you know, simply interacting with the various industry members that you would get at an in-person event. But given what 2020 is, I thought the event was really good. I mean, there was 110 exhibitors and uh, everybody had a lot of materials within their, their virtual booths. Um, there was a lot of interaction as best as could be done via Zoom or uh, chats or whatever. And as you had alluded to, I thought the content in terms of the education was really strong. So um, overall, we made the best of what we could, given what 2020 has handed us. Yeah, very good. Taft, I, I kind of wanted to get your, your take on this. As a company who you know, we normally see on the show floor, uh, we talk to a lot, you participated in, in uh, the, the Infocom virtual event but didn't participate necessarily in, in the same way with, with the CD event. What drove that decision? How, how do you, as a manufacturer, go about 
you know, connecting with your, with your clients virtually, especially if, if you're not in some of these shows. Well, and so CD is such a great event for us. I mean, it's more than just a trade show for us. It's a trade show. It's a super fun dinner. It's a concert. I mean, it's a, it's a whole week. And, and leading up to CD, I would wake up in the morning, like my heart racing a little bit, like, what am I supposed to be doing today? And I'm like, oh, that's right, Cedia. You know, and this is, for me personally, this is the first Cedia that I, I haven't, you know, haven't been to in 25 years. Um, so, and, uh, you know, I'll also fess up that my hair is mostly gray now that you guys know that how old I am kind of sort of, but, uh, anyways, for us, we had a very difficult time with virtual, uh, at Infocom. Um, it was really difficult. We came out of that show and flipped around and just pressed a massive virtual experience, um, with our dealers, um, with our distributors, uh, we put a thing on our website, and you literally can kind of do a virtual, you know, a virtual one-on-one with us uh, anytime, and that just exploded. It was huge for us, um, and then I think it just kind of made us virtually exhausted. Sorry for the joke, Great but joke. <laughs> um, we were virtually exhausted. Um, the whole team. And, you know, there's only so much you can do, you know, on Zoom. I know we're on one right now, um, but, you know, you do it day in, day out, hour after hour after hour, and it's far more exhausting than your feet hurting standing on, you know, double cushioned carpet at a trade show. Um, And we felt like we had done such a fantastic job on everything virtual leading up to it. Um, And I just... I kind of knew it was going to be a little bit difficult on our staff, um, you know, and we just kind of decided at this point to pull back, apply our dollars towards next year um, for the booth. And we're looking forward to 2021 and we're still doing a lot of stuff, you know, week in, week out um, with the virtual one-on-one things we're doing and the demos and everything else. So it was kind of a difficult decision. But, um, you know, our previous virtual trade show experience, um, like it was, they, let's just say that the previous trade show we did virtually, they got about six hours of feedback from me on things that, that didn't go right. Um, you know, and I won't name that previous show, but we were a full day in, um, not even able to log in, uh, earlier this year, um, and so it just the fact we live in this huge tech world and then to see kind of, you know, earlier this year to have a virtual show and it just really, it stumbled, you know, and the experience my kids are doing with distance learning on Google meet, I feel like was better than, than that. Um, so, you know, we're looking forward to 2021 uh, you know, I'm a little bit bummed on the, on not being part of CDA virtual, but it's risk versus reward. And, and what are you willing to, to bet your money on? Um, yeah. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. yeah I, I will say even, even for myself that it's, it's really tough. I'm on obviously these every week we record every week. Uh, that's pretty normal. I'm on multiple calls a day, just like everybody else. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not special in that, that regard, special in other ways, but not that one, but it is, it's, I know when I tried to initially log in, I had problems. And the hard part is unless you've 
been able to schedule your time to to deal with all of that it's it's very very challenging to to manage that and when you know that there's on demand as well other things sometimes take precedent especially if if something's popping off that week that you have to deal with but all in all i know it was a fantastic show and uh i know that everyone is looking forward to you know the 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 future events down the road as hopefully this changes to kind of stay with this topic a little bit, I want to go to a story that comes to us from CE Pro. Lutron announced uh, during CD Expo that they are going to have a Lutron Connection 2020 virtual events. And yes, I said events, not event, uh, because this is going to uh, be a, I believe, a six-week event that's going to run on five distinct themes, uh, kicking off on the 25th of September, which is uh, the end of this week and go through uh, the first week of November. So you're going to have an opportunity to uh, hear some kickoff messages from uh, Lutron execs outline, obviously Lutron's messaging and their vision going forward. A Lutron home is a per is personal. A Lutron home is beautiful, reliable, comfortable, and uh, it's beauty as well as full of possibilities. One of the the biggest things I see with this as we just talked about a virtual event that, you know, has time constraints. Taft, how does Lutron, for example, and, and I know you can't speak for Lutron, but how does a company like this, when you look at uh, a company that is very involved in Expo as well, just like you guys normally are, they're also doing their own thing. How do you balance, and, and I know you kind of alluded to this, how do you balance wanting to, premiere things at the events that you normally do uh, with, hey, those events don't happen the way they normally do now. So we're going to do stuff ourselves separately. How do you balance that? Well, that's, uh, you know, it, it, it's, we'll just say it's 2020, you know, it's just <laughs> a, it's a crazy year. Um, and, uh, you know, with, with everything that's going on, I can definitely see the folks at Lutron plowing ahead. I mean, they, when, and I'll just kind of, I'll jump on a soapbox for just a moment um, about Lutron. Um, so they created the category. Um, and, you know, to this day, like, you know, people say all the time, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. All right. I was recently, well, not, not real recently, early February, I was at a, a large project, um, large residential project, and went to walk through and take some photos with an integrator. And it's like a 25,000 square foot house. And this house has everything. The guy's got cameras, he's got video over IP, he's got a game room with a giant video wall. I mean, this is like indoor pool, the whole nine yards. You know what the guy geeks out about? pressing a button and his lighting scene's changing mm -hmm. and literally seeing, you know, a grown man who's the CEO of a large company press a button and it's literally like magic. Um, and so I feel like Lutron's done a great job of building that magic and building on it. And I feel like they started the whole category. Um, so it doesn't surprise me for them to take their normal effort and everything that's going on. And I would imagine just like everybody else's company, uh, you know, travel budgets are way down. 
you know, we're not buying tons of plane tickets and hotel rooms and rental cars and meals out and all that kind of stuff. And much like, like us and other companies, I'm assuming they're, they're looking at ways to spend their money and resources and really to keep things, you know, brewing and going. Um, so I think what they're doing on their own, which is a larger scale of what we've done um, with our own virtual events, I, I applaud them. You know, they've always been a leader and, um, you know, they've, they've always been cool. They'll always be cool, but I, I'm, I really dig what they're doing and breaking out their own and make, and stamping it and making it their own. So. Very good. Bob, my, my concern with this, and you know, I'm very in, in tune with what Taft's saying as far as the leadership and the, the fantastic magic that, you know, Lutron can create. Uh, from from lighting control, but my concern when I see this and and understand what I'm saying, but my my concern when I see this is this past week we had obviously Expo, we had the Crestron uh, event next that they event. had. Yep, um, their next event. Uh, I had another event from uh, another kind of auxiliary space that that my company works in this week. Uh, Lutron kicks off. I've got another event towards the end of the week that I've got to be on. We've talked about, you know, Zoom exhaustion, and 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 everyone's everyone's talked about that that they're on Zoom meetings all day. It's another level when it's exhibits and and quote unquote conferences. How do you, as a as a manufacturer, as an organization, as as anyone, how do you manage the burnout? from these events. Cause we all want to like, I want to see what Lutron, what Lutron's doing. I wanted to see what Crestron's doing, what, what, what Expo was doing, but I also have to run a business. How do I, how do I balance that? Well, that's, there's no easy answer for that. That's why um, I asked you. It, you're yeah. Really yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can make something up and, and it sounds okay. Um, Perfect. Um, no, you have to, you have to evaluate your time, where you are with your business, and uh, how these events can benefit your company. Um, I, I think obviously we're all adapting to this new normal, which is another phrase I think that we're going to be in fatigue of pretty soon. But um, it, it's it's the reality of 2020 that we we can't travel like Taft had noted, and so we have to remain in contact with business partners and, and clients and everything. And the most convenient method in 2020 are, are these uh, unified communication platforms. And so uh, if it means bringing education and um, product training and whatnot via one of these platforms, you know, uh, a manufacturer has to do it. Now it's up to um, the dealer or the person at the other end to um, schedule their time accordingly. We all are Zoom fatigued or Zoomed out, but you know, it's a reality of today. I think we're all simply working hard to maintain our heads above water and uh, you know, hopefully it, 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 it gets better. You know, we, we find a, a cure and uh, we move forward. But at the end of the day, I think at some level, we're gonna, this is the new normal. We will be doing these meetings going forward. I, I do obviously always appreciate and, you know, thank you guys for, for joining me anytime that we talk about Zoom fatigue on Zoom. The, the irony of that is never lost. Yeah. Let's, uh, 
let's transition for a minute uh, away from Zoom fatigue into a, a another story about a lighting. Savant and Roburn have a partnership to bring circadian lighting to premium bathroom vanities. Uh, this comes to us from Residential Tech Today. You might be sitting there saying, really, we're talking about bathroom vanities. And yes, we are. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, if, you, if you don't know Roburn, they make some some of really the the coolest and and best you know bathroom fixtures and and products out there including uh they've got a fantastic line of premium mirrors with leds built in that you've seen in upscale uh new homes and and hotels and those super modern looks they're they're fantastic but with this uh partnership they're bringing it and integrating that led in with savant uh, for their circadian rhythm, as well as their uh, toning ability to, you know, uh, accommodate skin tones and and make everything kind of perfect within that bathroom. Bob, I want I want to start with you on this. Savant has been, shall we say, very aggressive with their their partnerships and their acquisitions. They have been really going after lighting. This is another, in my view, a, a fantastic. Uh, partnership to to bring circadian into, I would argue, the space that needs it most. A- a- am I reading too much into this, or is this kind of that that perfect bar of entry? Oh, I think you're right on. Um, I believe Prosua's sites, uh, the lighting industry is a $44 billion industry. And us as a custom install market, we barely tapped into it. So if you think about what we've done, and the long-term potential of where the market could be, it makes perfect sense. And um, Savant deserves a lot of credit for getting out in front of it. You know, I, I hate to say it as like an old crusty AV guy, but you know, circadian lighting and wellness, you know, those, those categories are what's opening doors for integrators. Now it used to be the cool home theater, but you know, those days are uh, uh, gone. Taft, is it, is it a challenge kind of kind of to to Bob's point there is is it a challenge for the traditional AV integrator to jump into these categories you know with this savant is making it easy right yeah. they're they're giving you a partnership if you're a savant dealer yeah they're going to have uh I'm missing it in a second it's hundreds of styles available in the savant store so that you can while well, you're pitching music for the shower you can also pitch a really cool mirror that'll do all this awesome stuff. Yeah. How do dealers who in this case maybe aren't Savant dealers and they don't have access to that partnership per se, how do they go about trying to dip their foot into this? Or do you do it like anything else? I mean, you do it like anything else. First off, I think it's genius uh, for Savant. And, and we've seen it with other companies where they they really try and provide more of a one-stop shop or more opportunity or opening eyes. Like how many integrators would wake up and say, I should sell expensive, high-tech, high-quality, fantastic bathroom vanities, right? You you think that way? Okay, that's I do, cool. yeah. yeah. I'm a letting guy. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, I, I, can, I can see that, right? Um, a lot of integrators aren't going to think about that. Um, and, you know, there are some people that uh, have, have gone so far as like, you know, they could probably source a kitchen sink for you as an AV integrator as well. But um, I think the easier it is and the more exposure of these other markets, the more it just kind of becomes more common and more normalized. 
Um, you know, and to think back, um, you know, I uh, had a call with an integrator who's a big integrator who way back in the day in 06, um, he said, I'm going to sell Sonos, but I don't want to touch anybody's cable modem or any of their computer wires. And um, that was in an, that was in an email that he and I had traded back and forth. And I have it printed and I occasionally snap a photo of it and text it to him because, you know, a huge portion of their business now is networking and Wi-Fi and, you know, cameras and doorbell, you know, just, it just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. Um, I think it's a natural progression. Um, I think if, if an integrator is not a savant dealer, they should go and read this, you know, read the article, bring it into themselves and talk to some of their suppliers to figure out that they're create, you know, they're getting every opportunity that they can, um, you know, within, a, within each of their customers. So, you know, that being said, I applaud them for grabbing something that, you know, is niche, pulling it off the shelf and just opening the catalog and going, Hey, here you go. Here's something else to think about. Um, and I think times like these, you know, make people, think there's something else to think about and how else can we make money? Um, you know, how else can we stay, you know, uh, top of mind with our customers? So, yeah. and then my, my last question is, can I get one of these mirrors that I can carry around and it makes me look better? Cause you said there's skin tone lighting. Like, can I just oh, yeah. wear one like yes. a flavor slave clock? It'll reflect off of me. Well, yeah. And, uh, yeah. You lift yeah. it up and you know, kind of do it like the old school tanning things. Yeah. I lift it up and then I look like I'm 26 and then I put it back down and then I look like I'm older 27. than 27. 20, oh, okay, See, great. See, great. Yeah, you, you have to be careful you, not to buy a funhouse mirror by mistake, though. <laughs> oh, I, I was born a funhouse mirror. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right, gentlemen, let's wrap this up with the last story of the day. This comes to us from aviation.tv. Uh, if you missed it, late last week in the midst of everything else going on. Uh, we'll wrap the show with conversations about another show. Uh, Integrated Systems Europe ISC has adjusted their dates and they have postponed uh, the previously scheduled February event into uh, sometime in late June, supposedly not conflicting with uh, Infocom in that, that first week of June, uh, alongside a virtual offering that they will be adding as well. Uh, again, if you've been not paying attention to anything anywhere, uh, you notice that most likely uh, in-person events aren't really going to be happening large scale for the foreseeable future. And thus that, that kind of led to this uh, postponement, we'll call it. Taft, I want to uh, kind of start with you on this and then we'll wrap up with Bob. I was personally, I was hoping this was going to happen. Not, not the postponement, that the show was going to go off uh, as expected in, in, in February. But I kind of had in the back of my mind this thought that, no, this is not going to happen. Is this postponement likely to, to be fulfilled? Or do you think this is going to become a virtual, completely virtual event that we'll just have to deal with? So a, a couple of things. I, I'm I'm not a doctor, but I played one on TV once, and uh, and Tim Albright calls me the trade show whisperer. Um, and that's why I asked you. Yeah, I really think that we have a less than fifty percent chance that we will be having 
this event or either of these events live in person in June. Um, and, you know, you can look at, point at some of the big, you know, corporations who have said, uh, like, I, I think Google headquarters is closed in person um, at least until July 2021. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, they're talking about bringing back people kind you know, in, in groups um, and not everybody. So it's a touchy subject. Um, and, you know, I hope everybody, everybody is uh, respectful and stays safe and whatnot. But I just, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I feel like June's too soon. Um, and um, it's, uh, it's sad and it's very frustrating. So, yeah. Um, you know, and so, and, and Tim asks me, I was like, no, he asked me months ago. I said, we won't have CD. It'll be virtual. Ah, no, I think it'll happen. I'm like, no, it won't. It won't. So <laughs> you've heard um, it here. That's, that's what we're saying. You've heard it here. Yeah. Yeah. So, here uh, first. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I'm not the psychic friends network. Um, cause I'm not psychic, but, uh, my gut is it just won't happen. Yeah. Um, as we're seeing numbers continue to climb in places, um, you know, it's, you know, my kids are two floors, three floors above me right now doing virtual school because they won't even open schools here. So, um, you know, it's just, and they're saying maybe they might go to school this year, but, you know, and it might be part-time. So that, that's my two cents and it's worth about a penny. So very, very, yeah, but it, it's an American penny, which is worth way more than a Canadian penny right now. So you got that going for you. Which I'll, nice. You know what? I'm, I'm going to ship you some loose change. Ooh. So. <laughs> Actually, well, make sure it's above a penny because we don't even accept that as currency anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We got rid of the penny. Okay. It's weird. I learned something. Yeah. Nickels. It, oh, Nickels. so now you now you just get a nickel back. Yeah. Oh, what a good Canadian joke. See? What? <laughs> so good. Only with guitarists do you get that joke or anyone who doesn't like nickelback, which is everyone. Uh, Bob, let me, <laughs> I have no idea how I'm segueing that, but thank you. Bob, let me, let me wrap this up with you. I don't disagree with Taft. Again, selfishly, I want it to happen because I want to go to Infocom in June. I want to go to uh, Barcelona in June for ISC. But I'm, I'm really optimistic that it's not going to happen. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm in that boat. How do these companies, how do these manufacturers, again, dip into your crystal ball? When you see this postponement, do these manufacturers essentially need to plan and, and the show runners, do they need to plan for this to be a completely virtual event and try to find ways to make it a better virtual event? I would think that would be, you would have to be, I, I you know, I hate to sound like a pessimist, but you got to uh, cover yourself for, for any possibility that comes up. So I would say, Absolutely. You have to plan for it to be a virtual event. And if it is an in-person event, in all likelihood, they're probably taking a smaller booth space than they would normally have. So, um, you know, they can cover themselves in in any sort of scenario that comes about. But, um, you know, I'd like to be optimistic and say that by the spring, we will have these events. It'll be a new normal and maybe um, there'll be limitations on how they handle these in-person events. Who knows? But, you know, given where we are, it was the prudent thing for um, ISC officials to do, um, given you're drawing people from the globe, uh, you know, across the globe to, to this event you simply can't control. 
um, all these uh, variables that, that come into play. So, um, yeah, I think these manufacturers will plan for a virtual event. And uh, with our fingers crossed, maybe, you know, we do have a real in-person event and we can get back to uh, speaking with people in person face-to-face. Yeah, very good. All right, gentlemen, on that, that, that very high note, Uh, of potentially hopefully seeing people face-to-face in 2022 or 2023. Uh, We're going to wrap up and uh, thank you both for being here. Uh, Bob, if people want to connect with you, learn more about CE Pro, where can they do that? They can go to cepro.com. And I am on Twitter and I realized a second ago that I don't know my Twitter handle. So I have got uh, to put that in your show notes because you forget every time. <laughs> yeah, I, I never think to look, but yeah, you can find me if you Google uh, C Pro Twitter. I probably ought to come up. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Taff, my friend, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you, if people want to connect with you, connect with Just Add Power, see all of your uh, uh, virtual offerings that you have right now. Where can they do that? Uh, you can go to justaddpower.com. And then we are on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, and uh, kind of all, all over the place, all the, all the normal platforms. Um, and our handle everywhere is just at just add power. It's always nice when people know their handle, like Bob's, which is Bob Archer 2010, at Bob Archer 2010. I never remember if there's an underscore or a space in there. Don't worry, I don't it's give... going in your show notes. I got you. I got <laughs> okay. you from now on. We're good. Okay. Uh, Thank you again, both of you, for joining us. It was a great discussion. If you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter at Matt D. Scott and pretty much every other social platform. But more importantly, please visit avnation.tv where you'll find this show as well as a wide variety of our other shows with all the verticals that we cover. When you visit the website, please take a moment to check out our supporters. We are extremely thankful for their support and ask that you check them out as well. Thanks again for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of Resi Week.